Hey, what's up? My name is Malcolm Bowser, and I run a business with the people that I love and trust the most, my family. On this podcast, I teach black families how to start an online business and create generational wealth with zero to little business experience. I'll share all of the tips and principles that have made us over half a million dollars in counting. All right, so let's get started. Welcome back to the channel and uh, welcome to the podcast if you're listening right now. Okay. Hope everybody had an amazing uh, New Year. Start to New Year. It's 2023. A lot of people have, you know, new goals and new habits that they want to kick in high gear, and myself included. Um, some big news. Uh, I'm engaged. Got engaged to the love of my life. So that's some. That's some. You know, big news. I'm very excited about. And for me, being um, so family oriented so family conscious like this is also just another step into the right direction with our family with my family that I have that I'm growing as well um no new kids on the way I'm just just saying but um hope everybody had an amazing amazing start to their year and let's get to it so this episode I wanted to talk about how a lot of the the you know business tactics the secret business strategies the sometimes like is really staring us right in our face so i just watched uh glass onion it's a mystery movie on netflix recently and the whole idea around that movie and i'm not trying to give too much away but the idea around that movie is that you know we think something can be so complex but sometimes the answer is really just staring you right in the face right you stand right through that glass onion and you just kind of the answer is right there right so um the reason why i titled this episode the way i did when it when it comes to like the most not so secret secret business tactic that you can use to grow your business is because a lot of the times we look you know we read all these books we watch all these videos we listen to podcasts and we hope that we could get an extra nugget and many times it's true i'm i listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of videos and read a lot of books myself but what i found is many times that we're looking for like this just secret nugget of information that is going to take us to the next level when usually it's simplicity that really does it so the I've I've spoken to so many different business owners. I've interviewed them on this channel, and you're gonna see some more interviews as well coming on this channel, especially this year because I'm cranking out content, right? And in this podcast, right? So I'm cranking out content, right? So I've interviewed so many uh, business owners, right? And I've always asked them, like, starting out, you know, how did you find help? You know, and and where did you get help from? And most of the time, nine times out of ten, starting out, they say. It was, you know, my husband, it was my wife, it was my son, I had him pressing shirts, or I had my my my, my daughter uh putting labels on on the shea butters. I had it's always somebody within their immediate family or a best friend that they look at as family that helps them out. Okay, a lot of times starting out entrepreneurs, especially black entrepreneurs, we don't have the access to funds. We we can't just raise money off of an idea and have people willing to throw money at us, okay? Because a lot of times, you know, those take connections and those take different, you know, resources that we might not have at the moment, right? So uh a lot of people talk about start a business. You got an idea, start a business, but many times we need help, right? Solopreneurship is not for everyone, and it is very hard. It sounds amazing, but it is very difficult to do, okay? So many times, 
the person that our our first employees our first business partner is somebody within our own mix is somebody within our house it's our spouse it's our kid it's our sibling it's a best friend who we look at as tight as family so that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about starting out and the reason why I'm so big on family I'm so big on family business one I run a family business here with my family okay um I had an idea Starting out when when I was you know just graduating college that I wanted to do something, and my my pops and my stepmother they had something already set years years before I even had the idea right they were running a business themselves right so my dad he he was an author he he is an author but my dad was an author and his first business partner to run this business to be able to you know uh, format his book uh, get his cover uh, be able to package and ship books out to people who ordered them. Or to send them to Amazon so they can was his wife, and that birthed the business. That birthed a family business, whether he knew it or not, whether he was trying to go for that or not, at the at the very beginning. But that's how it happened, right? Now, fast forward ten years, me and my dad, we have this podcast idea. We have this this idea. My stepmother, she's good at you know uh, uh, videography and graphic design, so she became our producer like on the spot because that's all we had. We didn't have money. We don't have we didn't have the money or the funds to pay somebody from outside work because, you know, not and not to say that my stepmother isn't great at what she does. She's she's amazing. But starting out, we didn't have the money to pay anybody. You get what I'm saying? So uh um she was there to pick up the pieces when it came to being becoming our producer and fast forward five it's been seven years now. Fast forward seven years now, look where we're at. We, we've done so much when it comes to our business. We've done so much when it comes to um, you know, the strides that we've taken in our business. I'm an author now, and who did I get to create my cover? Stepmom, right? She formatted the book. She created the cover and things like that, and I didn't have to pay somebody else to do that. We've paid her, obviously, and you know, and the revenue that this business has generated, but it's so helpful to keep it within the family at first, at least starting out. You get what I'm saying? And what that does is when you have a family business, right? What that does is everybody's learning together, right? A lot of times starting out as entrepreneurs or business owners, we don't have a real type business acumen. And I'm speaking for myself and I'm speaking for the people who I just started out with an idea and a product and that product became a business. I'm not talking to people who have grown up around business, who I've grown up around people who I have businesses and things like that. That was not my story. That is not my story. My son, if he, you know, once he grows up, if he wants to start his own business, he has me now. He has his grandfather now. He has his uncles now who have built a business acumen, who are building business skills to lean on. But that's not where we started out. You get what I'm saying? Getting back to, you know, Keeping everything in, in in the family now, you're gaining skills. Everybody's gaining skills for the next generation, and that's what you know. That's what family business is about. That's what generational wealth is about. It's a real, you know, buzzword term that gets thrown around everywhere when we listen to you know rappers like Jay Z and and Diddy and things like that. And generational wealth, but it has to start somewhere. And many times it we we. We have these ideas, we have these dreams, and we think it starts and stops with us when you really should be thinking down the line. And 
like I said, my son, if he wants to start a business, if he doesn't want to start a business, it's it will be here for him. And I do have the knowledge to pass down to him. And that's going to give him a leg up from when he, you know, if he decides to go that route to begin with. Right. So speaking of family business, uh, there's three things, major things um, starting out if that you need to kind of learn if you want things to run smoothly, right? So the first thing is work languages, right? So you know about love languages, work languages, so, so important, okay? Now, we if you work in a corporate setting before, I've worked in a corporate setting before, there are certain people who have their certain ticks about them, like you kind of understand how you need to approach them if a project needs to get done, if somebody works slow, if somebody gets distracted easily, you have to know how to do that within the family as well, within the family business as well. Now, you know your partner, if you know your spouse, if you're married to somebody, you understand you understand them, you know, on an intimate level, you understand them romantically, but how they get work done can be very, very different. Stepmom, love her to death, gets distracted very fast if you give her too many things at once. Now, my dad, who has all of these brilliant ideas. He dumps all these ideas on her and then she thinks that everything is a priority. So what happens? Nothing gets done. I can be a worker bee at times. So I just kind of put my head down and work. So once that happens, he's giving her all these ideas. She is herself spreading herself very thin because she thinks everything is a priority and then things get passed down to me and I'm just working on everything. One thing at a time, nothing gets done. Right. So we have to in the family business, you have to start to understand how people work together, how how, you know, um, if somebody is good under pressure, if somebody is a procrastinator, if you have to learn all of these things about each other, if you want things to run smooth, if you want your first employee to be able to get some work done for you and, you know, you for them, if that's the case. Everybody doesn't work the same, and that's a mistake a lot of people make. Um, a lot of people think that, you know, well, I'm outgoing. My my husband should be outgoing when it comes to uh, dealing with customers. They could be outgoing in, at home, but dealing with strangers that, that they don't know, and we and if you've dealt with customers before, they can be a lot. I'll say that, right? So, you know, you have to kind of work through those things and kind of understand where you get in, where you fit in. You get what I'm saying? Another thing, um, very important, starting out, you know, small businesses. I think this is this is not just a family business. This is for a small business. You need to have a media machine behind you um, to kind of promote your work, to promote your product, to promote your services, whatever that you do. Now, the machine, and I'm not talking about, you know, sign to somebody, a big network. The machine could be YouTube. The machine could be a podcast. The machine could be, you know, a, a social media marketing, email marketing. That's the media machine I'm talking about, okay? And starting, uh, a lot of people, you know, they don't understand technology and things like that, so they think things have to be perfect. They think they need to have, like, really expensive mics and, and cameras and lighting. No, starting out, just have a, a web camera if that's all you that's all you have, but you do need to have some kind of content out there to bring attention to your product or service if that's what you're doing, okay? Because... Uh, a small business, we don't have, like I said, we don't have the resources like a lot of big companies. So what you have to do, you have to become searchable. You have to become findable. And the easiest way to do that, 
just you know just kind of talking to you right now easiest way to do that is youtube because it is searchable and because it does have an algorithm to where depending on who your customer is you can pop up to them if they're searching for something that's relevant to them okay now facebook ads and and, and google ads and paid traffic that's something different and we'll get into that in another episode, in a later episode, because you know I'm even still figuring that out myself. Okay, so I don't want to get up here and act like I'm an expert in everything. I'm not. Okay. And last thing, last thing, we have to change our mindset when it comes to working with family, and then when it comes to working, uh, uh, you know, in business with family. Okay, because. You know, we have this idea that you know just because that I'm I'm my wife is pressing shirts or my wife is handling processing orders and stuff like that, that I don't have to take her seriously or I don't have to take this business seriously is because oh we're working together. If you want something like lasting, if you want something real to come out of this you know brilliant idea that you have, whatever it may be, you do need to change your mindset around work around business and around working with family in business, the business of family and the, the bu- family business and the business of family, okay? We have to get around this. We have to get off of this idea that business and family can't mix. You know, we've heard it before. Uh, you can't mix business with family. You can't, uh, uh, money and family don't mix and things like that. We've heard it all before, but I think starting out, if you really approach this um, you know, in a real system, systematic way, in a real uh, uh, business-like attitude, a real serious attitude, I think you'll get a, you'll be able to get a, a lot more done, and you'll be able to, you know, uh, see the, the the benefits of your hard work. Right, business and family can work together. We're living proof. Like we've we've been running a family business for the last seven years, and we've had ups, we've had downs, we've had wins, we've had some losses as well. But they all learning experiences. I don't even like to call them losses. I they they're all learning experiences. And without those learning experiences, like we wouldn't been able to really sharpen our tools to get better. And and for me to be able to come and, and coach people because I do help people to you know. Uh, run a family business to be able to get their product out there to be able to actually not get past the hobby stage and that's where a lot of us are stuck at a lot of us are stuck at the hobby stage to where we make some money but nothing really ever comes of it okay we're really not even profitable we're making some money but that money goes right back into uh overhead and fulfillment of whatever product that you have okay so but that's it that's my spiel for this episode if you want um, more help. If you want more, uh, a detailed way of going about to building your family business, I have a free ebook available to you. Free ebook and free training. If you, if you are open to it, uh, the, you can click the link below. If you're listening right now, you can go to the episode and click the link. Uh, just free email. Uh, it, it just provides your email and it'll be there for you. And yeah, so I'll see you guys next episode. And my name is Malcolm. Peace.